G'day guys, Clint Adams here and we are recording episode number 18 of The Full Landscape with Jason from Jurgen Landscapes. In this episode, we'll talk about landscaping, which is what this man does, fatherhood and cereal. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Give us the two-minute elevator introduction. It's not even, you're never going to be in an elevator for two minutes, but tell us about your business. About my business? Yeah. Okay. What would you like to know? So what do you do? Um, what's your target market? How many staff do you have? How long have you been doing it? Um, okay. Yeah. So the business is about 12 years old, and um, uh, we started out, it was just me. So <laughs> yeah, keep can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, so it's just me, and then you know, soon you you end up employing a couple of guys to help out, and um, yeah, so I worked as a landscaper for about five years before starting my business. Yep. So did you do an apprenticeship in landscaping or anything like no, that? No, I didn't. Did that so exist back then? Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Um, I guess my training's a bit unconventional. So. Yep. Um, Were you working with a landscape company? That, yeah. Like, yep. That's known. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Visual landscape. For Albie. Gardening. Yep. For Albie Rogers, yeah. Yep. Caught up with him the other night. Yeah, I heard he was there. I didn't actually talk to him. At the AGM. At the AGM. Yeah, I hadn't seen him. I don't think I'd seen him since I'd finished working for him. So that's so. 12 years ago. So you started working for him, what, 17 years ago? Yeah. Which shows yeah. The, the age of his business as well. Yeah, and I, I reckon he's been, he would have been doing that. it for 10 years before I got there. That's crazy. Like, yeah. it's funny that you start you hearing these it. numbers. Well, I'm 35. I've, I'm meeting people that have had businesses since I was born. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so you did you always have aspirations to start your own business? Was it? No, not really. I, I guess, um, yeah, so I started with the Albie and uh, just as a labourer. Hadn't really landscaped before. Was that straight out of school? No, it wasn't. So straight out of school was um, a bit of TAFE, uh, building design and drafting. With the intention of? With the intention of architecture. Yep. Yeah, and um, yeah, probably couldn't couldn't stick at school for too much longer. Get it sort of itchy feet, and you didn't want like to get out there still. and do something. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's what it was. I think also there's other things going on. There's, you know, you got to pay for your life, and and um, yeah, okay. So you didn't have a like the carpet laid out for you just to do whatever you wanted. Yeah, you that's had to, right. You had yeah. to be self-made. Yeah, and that's not easy, I guess. I, you got to really want it. Mm. If you if I really want it, and for me to be an architect was two years building design drafting, and then four or five years of uni. Yep. And, and then um, you still have to get a job out after that, don't you? Yeah. Which is probably something that's more now than it was back then that that people are coming out of uni without yeah opportunity. Yeah. So twelve years in landscaping, you've got a team of how many now? Um, so we've got three, four guys on site today. Um, got uh i got a new guy starting in a week or so so you you try to is that the size and, teams that you try to run and i've got i've got a, uh shannon's coming back from england in a month or two I think, so. Yep. so you have six plus you six six the six is the what's the most staff you've ever had uh i reckon about 10 and you do you find 10 or 11 that you're yeah. better off you make the same amount of money with six than as you do with 10 uh i think the balance or the stress oh, or the, look to be honest with you, yeah, look, you can make more money with less guys. Yeah. 
Well, if I they're the right guys. That's right. Yep. If they're the right guys and you're winning the right jobs. Because yep. um, a lot of landscapers that I talk to, I guess, and we were very similar, a team of four, I was making the same bottom line profit as a team of 12. Yep. But when I have, I've got desires to have a team of 50, I have to get to 12 because you can't get to 50 without going That's past right. 12. But for a lot of landscapers, they don't really have any grand desires to have more than that. It's just they, they're trying to get the amount of work done that the the public are demanding of them. Yep. So they just try to hire the number of people that they require for that. And they get into a point where they're like, hang on, why do I have so many people? I'm not happy. I'm stressed. I'm busy. I'm not making any more money than I was back then. Yep. The only people that are making, that are benefiting from it are my clients because they're getting their jobs done quicker and my staff because they're getting money and I'm stuck in the middle. Yeah. You, did you find that with a lot of people or it's more if you had 10 or 11 highly qualified tradespeople, you'd have them? I think like the situation you're explaining there, um, if you've got clear intentions about where you want to go, yep. you know, I, you know, I think when, when you get your your trade license, you do some sort of accounting. Yeah, we did. I did. And, th- it's like a ten week accounting course and a ten week. But legal the, the, you know, the basics of business is is basically sort of work out what you want to earn. Yeah, and reverse and then, engineer it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, if you've got, if, if you don't know how many guys you've got on the job site, or you just you've got them out there because you've got the work. Yeah, you probably lost focus on. Yeah, on the business. Yeah, on where you want to be. Well, that I remember when we did that, it was almost, it was actually working out how much money you want to earn. As a sole trader, yeah, and then to reverse engineer to work out how much per hour you need to charge, yeah, that's right, based on the chargeable hours that you and and that still works. You just it's just, you just multiply it by how many guys you've got, yep, and then your expenses come into it. Obviously, your expenses go up more, yep, and um, yeah, it's all well. Once you get to six hundred thousand dollars a year in wages, the government add another kicker on the top of that for group tax. Yeah, they charge two percent. Yeah. So it's like, thanks, guys. You're successfully <laughs> growing your business and you're employing South Australians. Can we please have some more money? Yeah. But that's getting raised, hopefully. Stephen Marshall's knocking that on the head. So um, you've how did you fall into it? Like, you just were looking for a job and applied for yeah, look, so a labouring position? Yeah, after, after um, school and TAFE, it was... Um, I did some sort of labouring jobs... I worked in a foundry yep. for about a year and a half. Hot. Very hot. Um, very cool job, though. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It yep. was probably... What was your role there? So, started off as, you know, your lackey and then... Sweeping in bins and... Yeah, sweeping. I, I worked my way to sort of the top job on the floor, which was die casting, yep. where you, uh, you're you in charge of a machine that's worth a couple mil. Yep. And um, making Harley Davidson rims. Oh wow! So something yeah. that you can actually see out on the road and be like, "That's cool." Absolutely. You that. go, you know, you can see the see the Harleys getting around, and not like making a part that gets that disappears into a building or yeah. yeah. But for me, like for me, just working through process systems, just seeing how a massive factory like that worked, mm. and just being a part of it, and just producing something of such high quality. Mm. I get that. Um, that's, so in, I think, that's in your DNA, I think. So, yeah, absolutely. But so, just to put it in perspective, I think I think you make... It's quite a large number. It's something like um, 50 rims get cast and then throughout production they get defected. Down to To what? make to like one or something. Wow. Like it, it's a huge number. And I they've don't, just I don't mel- remember. melt it down and send that to another steel... Whatever, well, no, whatever so you've got your own foundry there, you just... Melt, put it, melt it, put it back in and wow and they put yeah just put 
truckloads of rooms back into the pot and yeah. away you go again so that that was a great experience it's funny you, I guess I've known you a long time probably close to a decade or more um, and I've obviously been to your house and I've seen how you operate and you know if you want something you generally will just build it yourself it's not you won't go outsource and like find someone else to do it yeah and now that makes a lot of sense that you would enjoy working in an environment like that because you you strike me as the kind of guy that's got this attitude of well why can't you just do it yourself yeah absolutely yeah i want a new fence and an electric gate doesn't seem that hard (laughs) i'll build one i want a pool doesn't seem that hard yeah so even if you look at your car you know whatever you need you'll do it yourself yeah um so you started working there five years in i guess itchy feet again Want to, start, um, want to start your own business? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so just wanting to... I actually had just had my first child. Yep. And um, it's like, well, hang on a minute. we got we got to support a family here. Yep. We need more money. Yep. So. It's, um, I, had, I met with a client yesterday who started his business two years ago and his son's two. <laughs> mm. I'm like, it's, it's funny how we do that as, as human beings. Yeah. When it's tight, we just make it tighter. Or when there's pressure on us, we make you, it even more pressured. I noticed that for you, definitely. Yeah. Well, we had, I, I bought, well, I did the buyout on the business when I had Jack. Yeah. So I was going through a partner dissolution and I'm conveniently in taxation order at the same time. And I was dealing with a, a new child. But yeah. Well, what, what else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I think there's certain people. Well, you take it into your own hands, don't you? Yeah. It's your life. It's like, at the end of the day, no one else, like, you, you're going to be responsible for. For what you've achieved in the day and same to your life so. i've got that uh, this we keep coming back these are, i'm starting to write my 12 values personally yeah and one of my second one the second one is no one gives a fuck about what you're chasing it's all up to you yeah and they don't for sure. i mean people will care about you and you know your partner and your parents and your kids are like yeah i want you to be happy but but they're not invested the it's way you, you that are. has to do it yeah 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 i'm going through that at the moment just renovating a house and and um yeah i've fully invested into it yep. and um i don't i don't think from the outside people understand what it's really like are you living in that house while you're renovating it well so <clears throat> stage one's a bathroom okay so you can do that we can do that and um and then stage two is bulldozer yep so half the house disappears yep and yeah we'll move out then yep so you can so. live in it with one but see we renovated our house with one bathroom and yep we renovated that bathroom. Yeah, that's what I'm, I mean. I've been doing it for a couple of months, but it, yeah, you, you can make it work. And I, I think I the made shower, shower was only out, out of action for about three days. I think we were the same, and the toilet we made sure that was only out of action for one or two. Yeah, and we I made a shower out of timber and pond liner in the laundry, <laughs> and I ran some 19 mil poly. Luckily, water makes sense to me. Yeah, I ran uh, some 19 mil poly from the laundry into this pond liner shower that I'd made, mm-hmm. and then so you like kind of pull yourself into the pond line and it's freezing in winter yeah and you're standing in yeah who renovates bathrooms in winter (laughs) so but i guess i've never really i don't think like that it's like we need a new bathroom we'll just start now yeah we didn't wait so um so growing up the architecture thing did that come to you early in life or did you want to be a fireman or you you always thought you wanted to do that I, i i love gardens like my uh, my mum was a bit of an enthusiast and just exposed to gardens yep. early on. Um, but uh, my my father's a farmer, yep. so there's a lot of um, a lot of background there. And and 
I think the sort of the ingenuity or the, the resourcefulness that that landscapers are required to have mm. the farmers that the like, farmers here's here's the ultimate like um, like that kind of bush mechanic kind of need a bolt we can't find one we'll make one yeah 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 absolutely and so you know that's that's me through and through so you grew up on the farm no so i grew up in adelaide yep um my parents separated when i was pretty much just after i was born yep uh, but yeah still spent a lot of time on the farm school holidays on yeah yep. school holidays i'd go and work yep school holidays yep on the farm yeah so. I'm, I'm i'm a child of divorce too and well my parents were two so yeah zero and two is not much different it's, no it's the same yeah um and it's funny i almost some i i I probably need to talk to someone like a psychologist about the the depth of it, but I sometimes think that I guess I wouldn't be the person I am today if they didn't get divorced. Yeah, and I'm not at all. I don't have a problem with that. Like yep. I'm, I'm grateful for the person I've become, and if them getting divorced was part of that journey, then wicked. Oh, for sure. You know? Because imagine living in a toxic environment where your parents stay together and they think it's for the you know the benefit of the child but the child's like fuck can you guys just break up like this is horrible yeah um so okay so yeah it it adds another dynamic and um yeah and the uh just the adaptability in situations like that is really important Mm. We're, we're moving into the age of adaptability now so the people that survive and do well will be adaptable yeah so you know every Every kid's parents should probably break up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I often, good often talk to my wife about wondering how, what my second wife will be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to catch a lot of shit for that. I'm just kidding, Celeste. Uh, so with your landscaping, are you hands-on much anymore? Or have you, are, you, are you genuinely kind of in a director, designer, um, BDM? Yeah, so probably about... Oh, look, I was probably off the tools maybe six seven years ago okay so you've you've been running the business for that yeah. long um was that hard pretty to much. get off the tools did you I, did you struggle <laughs> not, i know, I know really. guys that I have think, been trying to get off the tools and they keep falling back into it well i guess it comes back down to your motive so the reasons why you get off the tools mm. so i'm actually doing the physical work in my bath i love it yeah you know i'm, I'm working on my house yep. i absolutely love it i love being on job sites i love being around the lads yep it's fantastic. It's, um, you know, it's inspiring and I draw a lot of energy from it. Yeah, so, I get that. I, yeah. I'm the same with being on the shop floor. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. It's a buzz, isn't but it? But the adrenaline I get from serving yeah. a group of customers is, but you can't, it's not sustainable. That's right. So what you're saying, you can't do it anymore. I, I couldn't do it anymore because of, I guess, lifestyle commitments, yep. children. Yep. Yeah, um, you can't be on site at 6.30 or 7. Yeah, and then just just having the, the focus to be able to do so many tasks so yep. i guess when you grow your business there's more that comes in like through your office and, yep. well, and you're the, just client, the client contacts and, you're just yeah. laying pavers and that's all you're worried about that's fine yeah but I, I i know what it's like you're out there trying to do that and in the back of your mind you're like i've got to get this quote done i've got to pay these bills i've got to do my bass i've got to do my super like all this stuff's behind you yeah you can't give that client the best of you when you're thinking about other stuff yeah so um, and it's funny you find a lot of in, like the clients expect you to be there like you I'm just going to throw a pen at yeah. Jason um, they expect you to be there because you're the guy that's come and done the job um, so do you have issues with that with your clients no so it's just you're just transparent with them you yep. explain 
how the, how the job. So when we win this job, this is going to be your guy. Yeah. He'll be responsible for the job. You've got my phone number if you need me. Yeah. I'll come and check on it periodically. Yeah. Do you go to your sites every day? No. So I'll probably... I'll only spend a couple of hours on job sites. Site week. dependent. Obviously, some sites are going to be more, yeah. more technically. Well, so the way that my, my gardens are built, so I, I probably 80 months ago, I dedicated myself to design work. Yep. And um, and uh, employed a supervisor to yep. look after some of the tasks that I was doing. Yep. And um, yeah, what that, it was just amazing. So I mean, I've been designing for my whole life. And you design by hand? You don't use a computer? No, or? I so I use CAD. Yep. Just raw two D CAD. Yeah. So yep. you know, architectural CAD. Yep. And um, uh, yeah, so. Just being able to dedicate myself, sort out the systems, yep. <clears throat> how the designs are going to be put together, and uh, all the layers. So, so each job will have probably you know anywhere from about ten to fifteen plans. Okay, so rather than having a three D model or whatever, you have your overlay. So well, you have a planning plan and a yeah, it's irrigation more, plan. It's more and construction. A so you you have like a plan that you present to the client. Yep, and. Um, <clears throat> excuse me and uh, and that's that's the visual yep. this is what you're going to get so that's and the, then, all, the everything the yeah. flowers and the pretties and the yeah the colour yeah, yeah yeah and then there's construction plans so yeah. I mean that's the bit that I don't know I, I put a lot, a lot of emphasis on because I had that real desire for the detail yep and um, I found the only way to get that is either going to be on site all the time saying no, I want that question. detail there yeah. Or you draw really good plans. And so. your guys are tasked with making it look exactly like it does on paper. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They're, that's We just follow plans. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to. I, um, I was talking to another landscaper about it the other day and he's starting to do a lot of 3D yeah. rendering for um, for his clients because people, are, some of his clients aren't able to see his vision in the 2D. Um, so he does the 3D now because yeah. it, it's easy just to do a walkthrough and it costs more money and it's not for everyone. Um, and he's he's the same. He's like, when you build a house, you know, there's a plan, and they build it to the plan. They can't. It's unfair for an end user to expect a landscaper to be able to just say, "I will do this," and they start building it. They need a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, you, you gotta have it. And there's no blurred lines between you and the client then either. Yeah, because they've seen it and they're like, "That's exactly what we want." And like, well, that's what we've built. And the client goes, "Well, that's not what I wanted." And you're like, "Well, you saw it on the plan. Like, yeah, what do you want me to do?" So, yeah. Um, do you think you have a style? Um. Well, yeah. Look, I think so. Yeah. Would you be able to describe it, or it's just, <laughs> it's just called Jurgen style? Um. <laughs> well, I haven't come up with a name for it. Yeah. Yet, so, <laughs> if that's what you're asking, do you know? But, like, is there are there products that you tend to go to, like timbers and stones? Mm, and you know, I like to use I like to use all the elements yep. and just just using what's so quite often gardens are designed around architecture, yep. so the house. Yep. Or the, or the you know the existing landscape, so yep. yeah, complementing what's existing is really important. Yep. So the styles, it's if there's an existing house that's red brick with a lot of metal, then that's you're going to go down that path. So it's not really your style. It's your style is to incorporate. Yeah, in a way, style. or enhance, or you know, complement. Yep. I'm not. I don't like sort of keeping the same style. Yeah. I don't. That it's not really being original. No. So I think in landscaping, to be competitive these days, you've got to be 
original. Yeah, because it's not price competitive. You're, when, you're, when you're saying competitive, you're talking artistically competitive. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Do you uh, find that when you go see a new client that you're being compared to other landscapers or they've seen your work and it's just, we want to use you? Um, most of the time, it's, we want to use yep. you. So Can we talk? <clears throat> Look at look, my approach when visiting new clients is okay. Let's let's talk about design. Mm. Um, you know, uh, let's work through the process of design and, and and talk about what you want to achieve from your garden. Yep. And what you um, plan to use it for? How many yeah. kids are in the garden? Is there going to be a pool? All that kind of. Yeah. And then you know, I do talk about budget and and how long do you want to spend building this garden? Yep. Is this something that you want to end up spending a lot of time? Yep. and energy to put into this or, or um, you know, does it need to be staged? How long are you going to live here? Yeah, how, yeah, how long are you going to live? How long have you lived here is yep. a good one as well. And, um, yeah, so... Do you build all your designs? Do you find that people ever engage you just as a designer or it's, it's usually... Um, so that's the start of the process is, look, let's look at design yep. and then it goes into yep. pricing it up and yep. you look, by that time, you've got such a good relationship with the clients that... Yeah. It's, if, you know, it would feel weird. You'd be shocked if they were going to get someone else to build your design. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, so do you work with other designers? Is that, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you I have, have in the, the past. past. Yep. Yeah, sure. Do you feel more that you, you kind of just your own entity now? Uh, well, I probably had... Uh, so I worked for one of Adelaide's leading designers yep. for quite a while. Yep. Um, and uh, we stopped that probably about a year ago. Yep. Which were, and and so it was great. And I had a lot of design work on my own yep. coming up. So yeah, I guess to invest it gets in to that. a point where it's you have to make a decision, or they have to make a decision. And yeah, yeah. and so like, there's a lot of freedom there. It's like right now, now it's time I can do what I want to do. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Because you, you're, when you're building someone else's garden, you need to be respectful. Yeah. To build that garden. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's fantastic process working with other designers because. Yep. I guess one of my philosophies is, is uh, learning yep. and having that exposure, having being able to work with people that really passionate about what they do. Yeah, it's it's a privilege. So yeah, it is a good industry, isn't it? It's oh yeah, there are so many passionate people out there. Yeah. it's it's mind blowing. So well, even like before you got you're well, waiting to start the podcast and you catch up with Tyler. Yeah, you know, and there's there's a it's I was talking to a commercial landscaper about it yesterday. He was. I was saying it's quite odd that a lot of the commercial landscapers are less inclined to sit down and break bread together. Yeah. Whereas residentially, you guys all get along. Yeah, you know? I had a great chat with the commercial landscaper at the um, AGM yeah. last week. Yep. Who was there? He said, "Like I'm here tonight to look at look for other tradesmen to collaborate with." Yeah. That was his focus yep. of being there. So that so was a, that was mind blowing for me. It's so funny that. Um, I think that that AGM was so under um, populated by the the landscape the landscapers compared to the the membership that we have. Yeah, and I think that some of them could have benefited by coming to meet other people, for sure, um, and not be so closed minded. And you know, I mean, that's what, obviously you've come there. You've gone, all right, this is my association. I want to be part of it. I want to understand. I want to see people. I want to talk to people. I want oh, to- they're great people. It's like. You know, you want to you want to associate yourself with great people yeah. to have a great life. And like last year, we went and we we had a pretty good time. Yeah, last, last year was year. A, was a special year. Yeah, <laughs> so, out of control. so you know, it come, comes around again. And it's like, well, oh, that's what happened. Like, I'm, 
that's what happened last year. Yeah. I'm definitely going again. So. Yeah. I yeah. drove this year. No, Matt drove my car home. That's right. Yeah. It, it was all good. So, and they, yeah. they got a good selection of, of yeah. beers. Um, if you were to to walk away from your, um, like an employer right now and start Jürgen again, would mm. you do anything differently? Um, oh, look, probably not a lot. Like I've, I've worked a lot of, put a lot of time into building the foundations of, yep. I mean, obviously you've got all the knowledge. Yeah. It's so, like the landscape knowledge, obviously business knowledge you kind of yeah. develop over the a decade. Yeah. Look, that's it. That's and so, beyond. It's a lifetime gather, gathering your resources. Yeah. I'm only gathering starting to realize that now. Yeah. When the more opportunities arise, the deeper you go into the tunnel. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, resources. Yeah. Depends on how many resources you've got. Mm. All right. I guess a slight slant on the same question. Um, what advice would you give someone else that's about to leave their employment to start a landscape business right now? If any. Yeah. Stay out of my industry. <laughs> Stay out of my customers. Um, oh, look, I'd ask ask a few questions. Like, yep. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it? Do you really want... What, what do you really want to achieve? Yep. And and, um, and uh, get the right motives. Yeah. So... So that's important. So... To make sure that they don't just think it's going to be this cakewalk and... Yeah. Oh, look, if... Yeah, that's right. If they, if they know what they're doing in terms of landscaping and they've been in the industry, yep. then they know what they're up for in terms of the workload yeah yep. um but um in terms of running a business um yeah it's a different kettle of fish i mm. suppose well that's right you don't just switch off and jump in the car with your lunchbox and head uh, home do you? it's yeah the next meeting and the next whatever yeah i think yeah it, does, it just comes with a whole lot of questions but i would say one piece of advice would be if you're going to do it just go all in and and um be a sponge just suck it up yep, yep. Every, everything's a learning experience yeah, even the losses, especially the losses. Especially the losses. It's fantastic. And I was speaking to um, a guy the other day about that. It's like uh, the losses can be fantastic because when you're in the situation where perhaps the job's not going to plan, yep. um, you know, there might be whatever's not happening anyway. And uh, you look at the situation and having the consciousness around it to go, well, look, it's not working out for us right now. Um we can either suck it up and move forward and um and do our best to finish the job or you you know you could you could quit you know there's lots of options but mm. um looking at it as look this is what we can learn from this what can we learn from this situation it forces you to think about it doesn't it yeah when when things are tight and you're like it's not just you want to burn it in go well look if we've made mistakes here let's learn from it and yeah. and take that on to the next job yep yeah what is something you wish clients knew about the landscaping industry that they don't seem to know i was going to scrub that question off there but oh look <laughs> and i mean i guess the reason i ask questions like that is that um the reason the reason why we produce this podcast is to try and i want to bring value to you yep. and your peers and the end users so um you know if it's the case that um doing a design and being charged for it is really necessary and maybe people don't like the idea of paying three or four grand for a landscape design but when you're going to invest two hundred thousand dollars into a backyard yeah it's the minimum entry and a lot of people don't get that or 
um, when it rains, we can't work because it's just the reality of the world or I don't know, like uh, uh, most of the clients you're dealing with all across that and it's cool. Maybe there is nothing, but yeah, um, that was that was kind of where I was heading with that. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I don't have a real lot of issues with my clients yep. in terms of... You communicate pretty clearly at the start. I like, think I do. This is this is yeah. what we do. This is the operational. This yep. is when we require payment. This is how your invoicing is going to work. Yeah. Yep. So it's like um, any relationship. If you lay out your your intent straight away and stick to what you say, yeah, everything's pretty. Well, that's right. Smooth. So yeah, all all the groundwork happens at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. Um, is there a product that you're currently obsessed with in in, um, in the landscaping market that just you just keep oh, throwing in? I love concrete. So. Just concrete in general, or like, yeah, or do. like the depth of concrete now with the kind of all the different features and stones and yeah. Oh look, yeah. I guess I've been I've been pouring vertical concrete for the whole time I've been landscaping, yep. and now it's now I it's love in. that. Yeah, yeah, it is in. So like benches, yep. and walls, and yep. um, yeah. People seem I to be quite it. confident with concrete now, like what yeah. they're doing with it. It's yeah, they're testing the kind of limits of it. I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, and oh, look, there's a few people that I follow on Instagram and that they, over in New South Wales, Melbourne, just amazing stuff yeah. that they're doing with concrete and the skill involved to finish. Because you know what the like, I look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, that looks wicked. But I don't think about how hard it would have been to form it or how many hours they would have had to stay with it to make sure that it gets yeah, that's right. finished properly. Oh, or, concrete's like um, look, every, every concrete pour is going to be different. Because it's a li- not a living thing, but the the water quantity changes and the temperature is different in the rain. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you have to have your wits about you when you're doing that. It's like it's like going into a footy match, and and guaranteeing that you're going to win. You know the result beforehand. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, because there's so you many variables. Lose. That's your choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That <laughs> leads me into the next question: What keeps you busy when you're not landscaping? <laughs> oh, look at the moment, kids. I love. Spending time with my kids, yep. um, and um, and my partner, my beautiful partner Jody. Yep. Um, we love going out for dinner, date nights, date night ideas. Yeah, get onto that. We'll have to tag Facebook. that. We'll, we'll check. We'll tag <laughs> that into the um, all the podcast. Yeah. So she'll love that. Yeah, I do love spending time with her. She's a pretty amazing person. Yeah. And um, you can see that. Yeah. Like, I guess as a friend and watching you over the last however many years you've been a couple of how long have you been together now four years four years it's crazy everything feels so like two years and it's four years yeah. or five <laughs> years and it's ten years yeah um so i get i don't like to go down the family path too much but do you have any advice for landscapers with young children that are running their own business from yeah. your experience oh look you, you've got to have that time with your kids absolutely so um get them involved as well if you can do that yep. that's a real asset Yep. Um, when uh, probably four years ago, um, I uh, my daughter used to come out to the job sites Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh, because she would be in the car, or she'd come into the shop. I remember. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So she was with me all the time. Yep. For a couple of years, yep. and yeah, she's benefited. From so instead it of childcare, she'd go just jump in the car. Yeah. None of, none of my kids have been to childcare, so it's yep. yeah. Yep. So they just come to work. Yeah. 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 Is that hard? 
That'd be it'd have its own challenges. Oh, look. Or you just that's their problem. <laughs> if they're bored, <laughs> just, too bad. Oh, look, life's a challenge. Like if you're gonna, if you're going to take on landscaping to be a business, you have yeah. to expect that yep. it's going to be challenging. And yep. you know, or throw, any business, isn't throw it? a kid yeah. into the mix. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, any business. Um, throw kids into it because when well, we okay, um, got another element to manage yeah. when we had jack i used to take thursdays off and stay home with him for the day so i'd work but yeah you know we'd be home because i can work from yeah. anywhere and he'd have to sleep twice a day and you know yeah. when they're young um but now with connor and lucy like i can't even fathom taking twin 18 month olds to work with me for a whole day <laughs> i don't even I, it's a full-time job with those two but yeah um it's good when you can take them out so if they're out, they tend to kids. be more well behaved, don't they? Because they're doing yeah. stuff; they're not bored. They're actually like, oh, you go site visits are yeah. fantastic. Yep. And most of my job sites are they're pretty. Your clients safe. are kid friendly. They're not. They don't have a problem with. Well, they're not kids building around. sites. They're no. usually more backyards. Yeah. And, you're making um, you're making it pretty. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not dangerous. They get to know the clients as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I've, we've had many jobs where Gracie's just made friends with the, the clients there and every time they go there they go and see the clients while I go and speak with the boys <laughs> I love it it's pretty amazing they sit in the kitchen and it's like Gracie it's time to go now oh, I don't want to go <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go <laughs> we've got to go see more uh, clients yeah um, do you have a favourite lawn I remember last time I came to your house your lawn was like mm. lawn like well the lawn porn before lawn porn existed <laughs> like do, do, you, do you know the variety that you've got uh, yeah so I've got I've got Sir Walter in the back yep and then um, it's uh, Kaikuyu in the front, yeah. which is the original lawn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the buffalo just you love it. Amazing. Yeah. I've got to work out what I'm going to put at my house. We've got it. We're about to do my backyard and my front yard, so I'll probably yeah. have 500 squares of lawn maybe across the whole house. Mm. So I've got to really think about mowing. Are you gonna? You're not gonna look after it though. The lawn. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of manual labor. Yeah, I can't see you doing that. What did my 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 step my <laughs> grandfather used to say that he thought manual labor was a Spanish guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I roll with that one, but Yeah. Um if you ever if you ever get out there and mow your lawns, send me a photo. Yeah, cool. We'll yeah. do a video. I'll mow it once. It'll be good content. Look, yeah. I used to mow my lawns at my last house. Yeah. Um we had probably we had Kaikuyu front and back and we had like 20 squares in the back and maybe 50 or 60 in the front yeah. and we irrigated that and I was fertilizing it and trying to keep it look schmick but yeah um, I don't get the same pleasure out of mowing my lawn that other people seem to get yeah like I just I don't know I'm happy I'll get the pleasure I'll, I'll get as much pleasure paying someone else to do it and going I did that and they're like no you didn't he did I'm like yeah mm. but I paid him to do it I told yeah. him how to do it so yeah um, I think it's, the experience is good especially in the industry yeah so you like if you know how to cut your grass I'll and need to do it. it well we'll probably but, get a cylinder mower like the lawn yeah. like now that I'm so heavily involved in the lawn movement yeah. um, and the Australian lawn fanatics shout out to those guys their hats up there I'm collecting hats now I'll yeah. do another show for hats there's a good one up there in the middle the Jürgen well you're dead centre like legit dead centre <laughs> So probably for today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll make One you feel only. make you feel welcome <laughs> while you're here. Pedestal. Um so yeah, I wanted I wanted to produce as much content as I can that's of value to people. So we'll do some lawn install content yep. and we'll do some mowing content and we'll do some sprinkler adjustment content and you know, it's easy if we can do it at my house, that's great. Yeah, well, it's, your, it's your product that you're selling and you've got to know your product. That's right. And sp- irrigation. You can't sell no worries. We've installed it. it. We've so. installed the like I I've installed all the stuff we sell. I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, we need. I probably need to spend more time on lighting and install it and understand it and yeah. you know learn the intricacies of ups and downs and warms and cools and 
cable runs and all that kind of thing. So yeah. be keen to do a site visit with you guys with one of your sites actually. Yeah, we do um, deep dive and we'll come out and walk us around your site and explain your thought process around why you've done stuff. And yeah, cool. That could produce some good content for you. Yeah. Um, I don't have any other questions. Do you have anything that you want to plug at the moment that you guys are working on? Um, um, for the people that are listening, we'll we'll link in all your Instagram and your Facebook yep. um, underneath the podcast. So, oh, shit, uh, I'm going to check my phone. Ask people if there was any questions. You got a question? What is your favourite cereal? Really? <laughs> yep. Cool. Who was that? Mitch Davies. No, oh, no, no surprise. There. <laughs> um, yeah, you, I'm on the muesli at the moment. Are you a breakfast guy? Uh, oh, look, one of my daughters, Ella, has just been sort of traditional throughout our lives that we have breakfast together every day yeah yeah pretty much yeah yep. so um yeah we're on cereal at the moment kiwi fruit and yogurt so whatever she wants you just roll with that generally pretty much yep. she, we're both flexible so you know it's been through we've been through porridge and yeah i had breakfast with the kids this morning yeah that's that's a whole process in itself <laughs> it's because connor and lucy don't always put it in their mouth a lot of the food ends up on, yeah. on me or on the floor yeah so i remember that i'm really looking forward to the <laughs> next stage when they can sit down and cut their own food and um eat it all or choose to leave it but there's no middle it's either eat it or don't eat it it's not yeah well i could eat it or we could throw it at the dog or i could throw it on the floor or we could put it in our pockets or whatever so mm. um cool man thank you so much for coming in at short oh notice. yeah can i just uh plug away yeah plug away <laughs> um so Jody, my partner, she she runs a um, business development company. Yeah. And, um, each year we have a, it's a charity event. Yep. At the Grand. Yep. And um, it's called Cocktails and Dreams. I'm aware of the event. I've never come, and I keep yeah. I keep getting invited. And <laughs> you get the invites. No, I'm feeling um, guilty. So, so yeah, each year each year it gets bigger. Tales. I think it was about 170 people last year. And dreams. Um, this year we're looking to get 200. Yep. When is it? It is in December. I think it's the seventh. She's going to kill you if you I just, get it wrong. You just plugged it, and now you don't know the date. Hang on, <laughs> I'll look it up while we're here. Yeah. What? Well, it'll be its own event, won't it? It won't be underneath one of her pages. No. Cocktails and dreams. Keep talking about something. Yeah. So, oh, fantastic event. So, um, December five. Yeah. Get around charity charities and. Um, Hang on. They have. Door prizes. It's yeah, in four months because Amy invited me to it. Yeah, cocktails and dreams, hosted by the Seven Effect. Currently, there's 97 people going or interested on the Facebook page. Yeah, tickets at eventbrite.com.au. We'll link it up underneath our YouTube, our Facebook. Yeah, it's great. All of that stuff. So, so you've been to a few, obviously. I'm guessing yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. So, Does Wade go? Yeah. Yeah. Wade goes. Yeah. So, yeah, for those of you, Wade was our fourth guest. Yeah. So, there you go. Jason and Wade. How long have you, you guys been friends for a while? Yeah, School? Wade. Yeah, I think maybe about five years old. Yeah. Wow. That long ago. Yeah. So, this funny fact for you, Jason and Wade and I had dinner together in Indonesia mm. about... If you could call beer dinner. Well, you guys, <laughs> they, they got lost walking to my villa, but... Yeah. Um, and did a pub crawl from their place to my place, which yeah. got them there about two hours after they were meant to be there. But it's all good. Yeah. It's Bali. Bali time. Oh, it was good. That was fun. Mm. Do more of it. Well, yeah, we were going to go to Bali recently, but then we had twins. and Yeah. So 
Yeah. My kids are going to listen to these podcasts one day and just be like, he really didn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Um, thank you so much yeah. for coming in at short notice. Yeah, I appreciate it. For, uh, Anyone's got any questions for Jace, um, comment below if there's anything we didn't cover. Um, as I said, I'll try to bring as much value as I can to you guys. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> P.S. Um, why did you call your business name... Why did you call your business Jürgen Landscaping? Uh, yeah, so... I did play football when I was younger. Actually, yep. I only played a couple of years ago as well for a cameo. Yep. Um, but yeah, down at Henley Footy Club, nickname is Jürgen. Yep, because of the Schultz? Because of the Schultz, yeah. Schultz? Yeah. Yep. So it just worked? <laughs> yeah, look, you know, I think making up a business name, you can be pretty serious about it. You can call it your own name. Yep. Um, I think for me, the vision was to be different. And yep. yeah. I like that. Yeah. People so know. the idea was like we create create something that draws attention. Whatever the name but, is, you'll brand it anyway. Yeah, that's right. You can oh, brand a, anything. It amuses me the amount of people that are like, oh, his name's not Jürgen. <laughs> <laughs> no, his name's not Jürgen. Yeah. Is that Justin? Just it was a bit of fun. Get in here for a so. All right. So yeah, there's a PS. Yeah.